Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? So I wanted to tell you a story. It's a story that wants to be told today, and um, I'm trying to figure out a way, good way to tell it. I've already tried three times, and so this is, the, <laughs> this is take four. So I have a, a koi pond, and it's a wonderful koi pond. It's, it's not that big. It's about eight feet round and, or, you know, across. And um, I have about nine fish. I've got four beautiful koi and um, five other fish that came in as like tiny little eggs, and they grew into these big fish. So the koi are about 15, 18 inches, and the goldfish are uh, about, about 10 inches. So pretty big fish. And so, like I said, I've had them for about four years. And I love them. They're beautiful and, and they've been healthy and they've, um, you know, they've gone through winters and all kinds of things. So I'm just really happy when I see them and they're all alive and, and healthy. So the other day, one of the fish, we'll call him Whitey. Whitey is, is swimming with his nose down. Can't say he's really swimming. He's kind of hanging out with his nose down, his tail up. And it's like, wow, what's going on? What's, what's that about? And you know, I didn't see any infections. I didn't see any thing, any bacteria or anything that would s- signal a problem. So I just kind of keeping an eye on them. And um, and so over this has been about five days, four days that I've been seeing Whitey be like this. And the other day I noticed one of the koi fish kind of nudge, just gently nudging into Whitey, like in a in a loving way, it seemed, you know, it's like, come on, Whitey, keep going. And so Whitey would kind of, as if he was sleeping, kind of wake up and kind of swim a little bit, not aggressively or anything, just kind of nudging and moving on. And, and he's been eating and he's been doing all the things he's been doing. He's just been eating, just, you know, sitting in a little bit strange way with his nose down, his tail up. And yesterday I noticed the same thing with a different fish, a different koi nudging Whitey and saying, come on, keep going keep going. And I just found that so sweet. It just kind of was interesting. I mean, I've never thought of fish taking care of each other or appearing to take care of each other that way. So I decided it was time to do some research on why fish are doing this, why Whitey's doing this. And so what I found out is there's something called swimmer's bladder or swimming bladder where the fish swims either upside down or you know, on its side or different ways. And it's an indication of the something going on with the swimming bladder. And it can be caused by constipation or bacteria or infection or all kinds of different things. One of the things that it, the uh, article or the, I looked at a few of them, one of the things that was indicated or suggested was the possibility of um, isolating them and taking them out of the pond so that the other fish don't get contaminated or whatever it is. And, um, and also, you know, cutting back on their food for three or four days, because if it's constipation, they need to work that out. Third thing is to feed them peas. For some reason, peas can help with constipation. So thinking about how do I feed uh, eight fish and not feed Whitey, it might be a good idea to uh, isolate him or not feed all of them for a period of time. Maybe they've all got something. And then I thought, well, you know, the fact is, is that this community of fish are, it's, they're taking care of Whitey. There's a community here that's actually taking care of Whitey. And, and if I take him out of that community, he doesn't have that, that connection anymore. And, and that could be worse than 
having them all get sick. They all might die at some point. They will. But, you know, what's the best thing here in the moment? And so I chose to leave Whitey in the in the community and let them take care of each other. And it turned out today, it looks like he's swimming more normally. I'll be watching him and, um, and I'll be taking care of him the way that I will. But he was more normal today, which was great to see. And I'll just keep watching, like I said. But the reason I think that I wanted to share this with you is there's so often we isolate from others or we see people isolating themselves for whatever reason. And the, imp- the importance of community is so, so important, especially around uh, the elderly. Um, that's one of the big topics of conversation is people who lose their independence um, or are, are in long-term care or are alone, but nobody's really looking after them or looking after them a couple of times a week kind of thing sparingly. They get isolated and they get depressed and you know, life is, is, feels very bad and, and they die. And no one wants to die that way, and no one wants anyone else to die that way. And yet, it's not uncommon for people to get isolated from their community. So it's just, and you know, this is true for aging people, people who are aged, uh, and that can be any age. It could be people in their 60s, 70s, 80s, but it can also be people who are isolating or isolated in their 30s or 40s or even earlier. It's, it's not uncommon. Uh, especially when we are so connected to electronics and less connected to ourselves um, and or connected socially on social media, but person to person, much like, you know, the fish, the koi nudging whitey, we don't have that personal nudge very often anymore. So this podcast, this particular one, is really just to share the story of whitey and his community and how important it is for... Um, for us to recognize the importance of connection and engagement, engagement as in touching, engagement as in um, talking voice to voice or person to person or face to face. And if you have an opportunity to be curious, for me, you know, I'm a pretty isolated person myself. I mean, I'm reclusive, but I'm connected. But there are times where I don't feel like reaching out to people. And just I watch that in a sense of what am I resisting if I'm resisting something and where can my reaching out or nudging make a difference in somebody's life but most important making a difference in my life because of the nudging we don't know how we're our our presence in another person's life affects them you know the koi that's nudging whitey he doesn't know that his you know what that's going to do he just wants to nudge because he cares and can we nudge? How do you nudge? How do I nudge? How do I resist nudging other people when I, when I care, but I'm not reaching out? Well, this is kind of short, and I hope it, <laughs> it makes sense <laughs> to you. We love, we, we're love beings. I really believe that. As spirit beings in these human experiences, we are love, and we have opportunities to to. To, to express that love in all kinds of ways. And just these little nudges in the world can make such a difference and keep people alive or keep love alive in so many different ways. Watering plants, you know, that's another way of demonstrating love or just being a smile on your face. All right, that's it for now. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <music>